0: We continue with our budget series. We head to Rwanda. Is the budget aligned with the national strategy for transformation? From over 924 cities, 122 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at TheKFinancial. And you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. Dr. Uziel Ndagijimana, Rwanda's Minister for Finance and Economic Planning, presented a $4.4 billion budget. Kigali increased its spending plan by 5.6% from $4.1 billion the previous fiscal year. Rwanda plans to finance 63% of its budget through domestic revenues, while external loans will constitute 24% and external grants 13%. Ted Kariuka, economic analyst based in Rwanda, joins us for this episode of our budget series. What are the key takeaways from the Rwanda budget?
1: This fiscal year budget uh, is being voted uh, in the context of uh, price increase. you know the inflation is hitting very high. We had some few uh, some recent statistics showing that we have an inflation an inflation of 9.3 percent price increase, uh, we have also uh, a, shorted, a a variation of prices, especially on fuel price, which really affects the budgeting. And uh, something important to notice is that uh, this budget, this budget actually, the government is prioritizing, uh, uh, consolidating its fiscal base because in this year, we had two new policies related to police uh, fiscal uh, reform. We had uh, one policy, one uh, fiscal policy, uh, reducing some taxes on on some fiscal regime, which is a very good thing, by the way. Uh, taxpayers are being released on on some tax rates, especially uh tax on assets uh tax on um, pay as you earn uh levy tax is also uh revised so th- there are some good news related to tax regime for this coming fiscal year uh on the other side much of the government is uh, really trying to to be more efficient in tax collection uh, on the other side Government is focusing uh, this fiscal year, budgeting and putting more money, uh, in, uh, climate change mitigation, you know, uh, in uh, investing in education, healthcare, agriculture. Uh, we had a very bad fiscal year, 2022, 2023. There was some natural disaster happening where climate change need to be also considered. In case anything would happen in the future, so there is a good chunk of money allocated for climate change mitigation as well. Uh, but also uh, throughout uh, the year, you know, coming from uh, post COVID recovery, government is also putting much money on economic recovery funds, which is a funds uh, uh, put in place after COVID to support. Uh, enterprises affected by COVID, so there is uh, economic recovery fund, but it also there is also another program called Manufacture and Build to Recover program. So it, it's the, both uh, funds are supporting uh, business community to recover from uh, the COVID nineteen uh, effects.
0: Is this budget aligned to Rwanda's national strategy for transformation?
1: If I can uh, like classify the the budget allocation uh i i can say that uh the budget was aligned with uh, the national strategy for transformation where the money allocation was uh done following the strategic orientation the government has has set uh especially in this uh national strategy for transformation which is supposed to end in 2024 so the strategy has Uh, three pillars, social transformation, economic, uh, economic transformation, and then, uh, govern, uh, transformational governance. So basically, this, the money is allocated based on the government priority. It's obvious. For instance, the economic transformation pillar is absorbing 50, 5% of the entire budget. So you understand that priority for the government is uh, uh, to boost its uh, economic transformation pillar, which is covering the agriculture productivity, job creation, support to private sector, uh, strengthening the climate change adaptation and mitigation, and then scaling up infrastructure to support uh, the production. So scaling up infrastructure covers water, electricity, uh, urban urbanization settlements and then uh, improving the road network uh scaling up the ICT penetration like the entire uh, ICT infrastructure and then uh financing uh existing infrastructure development of construction of of uh, the airports you know those are big economic transformation pillar uh, projects. And then the social transformation, which is also covering a very good chunk uh, of money, around 30% of the money will be allocated to social transformation, which basically the social transformation covers education, uh, early childhood development, um, family and gender issues, and then sports, promotion, and culture. And then the, the, the gover- governance, transformational governance, which is also another priority for the government. Uh, it is absorbing 13% of the budget, And this is a, a priority for governments to have like a very good uh, governance system where private sector and the public sector uh, uh sharing or promoting equality in service delivery, both in public and private, uh, strengthening the public finance management, which is something very critical and very uh, priority for the government, strengthening uh, justice sector, law and uh, order, maintaining peace and security, and then uh, international cooperation and uh, diplomacy being also. Uh, Priority for the governments. To summarize, uh, for me, my reading is uh, the government is trying to spread its uh, resources to cover different sector in the spirit of maximizing outcome of the investments uh, and using efficiently the resources.
0: And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Central Bank of Nigeria has announced the removal of the cash deposit limitations on domiciliary accounts, granting account holders the liberty to withdraw up to $10,000 per day. The development marks a significant shift in the nation's monetary policy, allowing individuals greater flexibility in managing their funds held in domiciliary accounts. The Central Bank of Nigeria made the disclosure in a press statement after deliberating at an Extraordinary Bankers Committee meeting. The new directive provides further guidance to banks on the operational changes to the foreign exchange market. The bank had announced the unification of all segments of the Nigerian forex market earlier in the week, collapsing all windows into the investors' and exporters' window. American investment advisory firm Morgan Stanley Capital International has dropped Kenya's listed firms from its latest index review plan of the worsening business environment. Kenya, which is classified as a frontier market, joins a group of five countries, that is Nigeria, Egypt, Sri Lanka, and Bangladesh, whose listed firms have been given a wide berth in the latest index review plan of a poor investment climate. The latest comes amid reports that Kenya's dollar millionaires are also fleeing the country as a result of growing concerns over taxation, political instability, and a wobbling economic growth. Last August, Morgan Stanley, which advises global investors on which countries to put their money, warned that it will not implement changes as part of upcoming index reviews for any securities classified in Kenya after feedback from the market participants on the deterioration of liquidity in the Kenyan forex market. In a quick trip around Africa, Kenya and European Union have concluded negotiations, paving the way for signing an agreement for duty-free exports into the 27-member union. The move, once operational, will grant Kenya exports a market reach of 500 million US dollars. In return. Kenya will now open its market to European Union products gradually over a 25-year period. The conclusion of the deal comes at a time when exports to Europe have been on the rise. According to the Economic Survey 2023, the EU was Kenya's second largest export market in 2022, accounting for 133.2%. 2 billion Kenya shillings in revenues, a 15% increase from 115.8 billion in 2021. More than 70% of the country's flour production heads to the European bloc. With the economic partnership argument, Kenya will be granted duty free, quota free access to the European Union market for all its exports, including coffee, flowers, and minerals. President William Ruto said the temporary EU-Kenya deal is expected to liberalise trade in goods on a mutual basis, giving Kenya duty-free access to the European market for oil exports and partial and gradual opening of the Kenyan market. GDP in Rwanda advanced by 9.2% from a year ago in the first quarter of 2023, following a 7.3% rise in the previous three-month period. The economy continued to expand for the ninth consecutive quarter and at an accelerated pace, mainly boosted by services, notably information and communication, hotel and restaurants, trade and transport, and financial services. Also, the industrial sector gained further steam, largely driven by robust 16% growth in manufacturing, particularly in the chemicals, rubber, and plastic products subsector. Concomitantly, mining activity continued to expand, and the construction sector rebounded. Meanwhile, growth in agricultural activity slowed as drought conditions weighed on food crops. On a quarterly basis, the GDP shrank by 0.5% after 1.7% rise in the previous quarter. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good morning, Africa is a product of The K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me at With The Dong.